There's a lot that plagues men in today's world, whether that be money, success, relationships, happiness, or even confidence. The list goes on and on. But with endless information, fake news, a fast-paced world, it can be hard to know who to listen to and what to do to move life forward. Enter Man of Class, a place with a simple formula, continuous learning, adaptable, supportive, and success-driven. I found these pillars are the essential building blocks for men to not only create a life that has it all, but is also on their terms. With over 2,000 downloads and many success stories, my name is Eric Yusko, and this is the Man of Class Podcast. My name is Eric Yusko, the host of the Man of Class Podcast, and I've taken a little bit of a break, so we'll kind of cover a little bit around sort of what's been going on, why the break, and what we're going to look forward to into 2022, and then jump into today's episode. In today's episode, it's going to be all around what to do the next time you feel stuck. And that could be stuck in deciding, do I change jobs? Do I not change jobs? Do I marry this person? Do I not marry this person? Do I have another kid? Do I not have another kid? And there's so many choices that, that men have that is, it can be a lot. And so I want to dive a little deeper into where some of that stuff can come from. And not only, you know, where that stuff can come from, but what you can do to help yourself to move forward, right? To get you out of that place of being stuck so that you can keep moving forward and, you know, go on to the next thing in life. So first, a little recap. We had last season, uh, we had had kind of partnered up with Chad Sutton and we had worked on the myth of riches as a season. And it was all dedicated around finance, building wealth, and different ways of looking at wealth that may not have been covered in, I'll say, the traditional schooling system. Chad brings a lot of experience, obviously, as he kind of formed Quattro Capital and has really grown that company very, very wonderfully over the past few years. And so uh, that was sort of like last season. I came, you know, we closed down that season and, and then it came to a realization what's going to be the next season, what's going to be the next thing to move forward in. And I just, again, kind of felt that stuck. So this is actually real life where I just felt stuck. Do I do another season? Do I just go back to maybe just the the episodes? Because I have a lot of ideas where I want to share, get them out, uh, whether it's conversations with clients, whether it's conversations that are just, you know, guys that I run into in general, whether it's life lessons that I've learned or maybe friends have learned that I want to share. And so I kind of felt bound or constricted by seasons, you know, at one time, the season actually gave me kind of that direction where it's like, okay, we're all going to go all in on, you know, toxic masculinity, we're going to go all in on leadership, we're going to go all in on finance, wealth building. And what I'm finding now is that I'm being a little bit more pulled into sharing sort of what's top of mind in different examples. And it may be leadership, <clears throat> excuse me, it may be leadership one week, or it may be, you know, family next week. It may be personal growth the following week. Like each each week may be something different. And so I thought that was important to share because it gave me a lot of hesitation. And so in that hesitation, I kind of came through this realization and some of the stuff that I'll share with you today is that I can always go back to seasons if I need to, right? There's there's no one way, you know, that, that needs to be. There's definitely podcasts that have series, it has seasons, and there's definitely podcasts that just is sort of a blurt out of whatever's on their mind that day. And so I want to share that because, you know, there was a, a purposeful time away from the podcast because there was a lot of life events that had been happening, but also 
just that consternation around like, which way do I go and how do I want to move forward? So you'll kind of notice, you know, the intro is a little different. Uh, if, if you're, if you've listened to us before, if not, this is the first time, then, you know, you'll notice if you go back into previous episodes that things might be a little different. New podcast art, we've kind of revamped everything. And the goal is really, you know, there's, there's a bounding thing that I've realized that I help men do, you know, life itself doesn't change unless you change. And that's where I come in. I help men make that change. When I realized like that was the next step, right? That's the next evolution of man of class. Then that helped to break down the silos. It says it doesn't have to be seasons anymore. We can really kind of get into what's going to be coming up top of mind. So that's sort of the reason to pause. That's what, what's been going on. That's why you'll be seeing a lot more podcasts this year. And it'll, it'll look and feel a little different, but it's still going to be the same type of value and and deep dives that we go into on a whole bunch of stuff. So let's get into today's episode. Next time that you feel stuck, i.e. where I was probably, I don't know, five, five-ish months ago, there's a lot that can happen when you feel stuck. It can come up in a couple of different ways. There's the, you know, this or that type, like a binary type way of looking at it. And when you look at something very binary, there's the quote right way, and then there's a quote wrong way. And it may not, you know, that can be very easy, right? If it's like, well, do I go on vacation or do I not go on vacation? Probably isn't going to be as simple. Each lens that you look at it through is going to have one right and one wrong answer. Financially, you may say, well, no, I don't want to go on vacation because I don't want to spend the money. I want to just stay at home. But from a family and fun and, and a travel standpoint, yes, you do want to travel because it's going to build memories. It's going to do all those things. So then you're stuck with this, well, do I want to spend money for, for you know, family memories or do I not want to spend money? and try to build memories at home. And you can kind of be plagued by a lot of this. Where a lot of this comes from is a, some type of limiting belief somewhere along the way. And so I'll go back to that example of the vacation. It's a lot of guys when I talk to them and, I, and talk about different trips or whatever, and they're like, oh, you know, I, I want to take the kids to Disney, but that's really expensive. And and I don't know if I want to go do it. And they talk so much like this is going to be the only time that they ever get a chance to go to Disney. And this is going to be the only time that they're ever going to have that amount of money to take the kids to Disney. And it looks such through a narrow lens of, well, I don't have enough money or I just have enough money. But do I really want to spend it on that? Because then something with the house may be going wrong. And, and their brain goes into this worst case scenario and drives all of the decisions into how do I just not make a bad decision? And that can be a limiting belief for so many men when they're looking at decisions that they have in life, whether it's, you know, do I, you know, do I get that car? Do I not get that car? Do we move in, in a housing market that's just really crazy right now? Do we, you know, go on vacation? Do we not go on vacation? Do we travel? Are we still afraid of COVID? Do I, is it time for to change jobs? There's so many, do I start a business? There's so many things that guys are thinking on on a daily basis that they'll talk themselves into a limited belief somewhere along the line that says like, this is going to be the only way that I can look at it. And it's that pro con, like I'm going to get out my pro con list. Well, that can work, but oftentimes what you'll find is you'll have a pro con list and it'll be like 51, 52, right? And you'll be like, well, I'm sure I can find another, you know, pro and, and balance it out to be 52, 52. There's never really like a landslide, right? If it was a landslide, we wouldn't be having this conversation because it'll be very easy. We're talking about the conversations or the decisions that are just difficult, right? It makes you feel stuck, makes you just kind of like, what do I do? And then the more you think about it, the more you get into this routine of like, well, I just need to think more about it. And that thinking more about it just drives even more indecision. And that can just be 
a very scary place. It can be a very frustrating place too, because now you're no longer actually living life. You're just feeling like you're just on a treadmill, not doing anything, trying to make a decision. And so one way to look at it is what limiting belief may be plaguing you. What is, what are the things that you're constantly going back to? You know, again, going to that Florida or the, the vacation example, could it be a fear of money? Could it be, could it be that maybe I don't have enough money? And if I spend this money, I'm, I'm going to wipe out all my savings and we're going to be poor and we're going to have to live on the streets. Now, when I say that out loud, a lot of you probably are chuckling, but that can be a real conversation that's going on in your mind. Or maybe you sat there and went, wow, he can really read my mind because that's exactly what's, what's going on in my mind. Even though maybe it feels a little irrational, that's what's plaguing a lot of guys' minds. And so it could be just as simple as saying, hey, what's, what's that limiting belief that you're experiencing right now? And that experiencing of that limiting belief can put you down a path where you're just trying not to make a bad decision. And this plays into a lot of what I tell a lot of clients, which is, are you playing to win? Or are you playing not to lose? Well, if you're trying to make all the decisions to hoard money to, to protect yourself and, and not to really experience life until you get to you know X amount of dollars, you could be just playing not to lose. But what you're sacrificing in the when you show up playing not to lose means that you're not actually enjoying life. You may be trying to tell yourself that this is the right thing. This is the responsibility. This is the duty. This is what I have to go do. But it also means that you're probably not having as much fun because you're so nervous about every little thing and worrying so much that it can bring about a lot of anxiety. Now, if anxiety is something that's, that's plaguing you, then make sure to stay tuned because I'm planning future episodes to talk a lot about anxiety because I've learned a lot recently around anxiety through different people that are, that are close to me. And I really wanted to unpack that because anxiety is something I feel here and there with, but it's not necessarily like a state. It's usually something's causing me an anxiety and I need to figure out what is going on. What is the, what is that limiting belief that I'm telling myself? And then from there it's, ah, okay, no, now I know it's because of this thing over here that doesn't necessarily apply to me anymore. And I can keep moving forward. But that's not true for every man. That's not true for every single human on the planet either. Uh, so anxiety is definitely a bigger thing that we want to unpack. So if that's you, make sure to stay tuned and be on the lookout for a future episode around anxiety. But anxiety and stress and, and trying to make those decisions is really can be blinding you and can be, you know, in a way forcing you to not make any of those decisions that you want to make that could be some benefit, right? Could be that happiness, could be the joy, could be the family experience, could be maybe your own satisfaction, right? You've busted tail for the past 10 years or 15 years in the workplace and you get a little bit extra money and you want to go, you know, maybe buy a new set of golf clubs or maybe it's a car, you know, a little two-seater for the family, whatever, not two-seater for the family, two-seater for you and your, your spouse. But it's, those can all be things that we want something, but then we rationalize and pull ourselves back into, well, don't you do it because this is going to be the decision that wipes out your entire life. So let me break that limiting belief for you. You, what got you here is a combination of everything that you've done up until this point, but that doesn't mean that that can take you to the next level. Much like where you were a year ago, you were a very different person. You evolved sometimes good, sometimes not so good into the next version of yourself. Every time that you evolve into the next version of yourself, you get and you know, be, do have different things. And so 
it's not just like one decision is going to wipe it all out. Just like look at any company, right? If you don't think that that's true, look at any company out there. BlackBerry, for example, right, had gone down south. They There were multiple decisions, multiple things over, you know, decades that they just didn't do pre-planning. And then all of a sudden the market consumed them. But also just like maybe Tesla or like Amazon, they made certain decisions that helped grow them and expand them to you know, become the company that they are today. So the same is also true on a personal level. Those same decisions and those same experiences offers us a choice every single day. Choose to evolve to be better or choose to de-evolve and maybe kind of recluse and, and retract and, and playing not to, to win. That, my friends, is, is something that we're all given the gift every single day. But the first piece of it is to be aware of it. You want to become aware of what those things are so that you can start making those decisions. But that also gives you a little bit of peace that you're not just one decision away from losing it all, much like you're not really one decision away from being a billionaire. There's a lot of good decisions that can lead you to becoming a billionaire, and there's a lot of bad decisions that can leave you broke. One decision isn't going to wipe out an entire lifetime of be doing and having the life that you are experiencing in this moment. So that can also help to take the pressure off, right? That's That means that you no longer are sitting there on trial like, oh my gosh, if I make the right decision, it, you know, I'm going to put my family in such a wonderful spot. If I make a wrong decision, I'm going to destroy my entire life. Well, not one decision is going to do that. So that can help to take the pressure off. And when you take the pressure off, I talk a lot about this with catabolic and anabolic energy. The more you're in a catabolic energy state, you've got more of those blinders on. So you're only able to see a very small sliver of what's in front of you. So you may only see it as like, this is either going to make or break me, right? I'm either broken or there's something, right, that is that narrows your field of view, your vision so much so that you can't see all the opportunities around you. But the more you take some of that pressure off, you start to pull yourself out of catabolic energy. Now you start seeing more options available to you. And so that may look like, hey, actually, I think I can go get this promotion over at work to get to make more money so that this vacation to, to Disney or, or that I want to go with a family doesn't make any big deal anymore because I got more money coming in. Or maybe it's a little bit more overtime. Or maybe it's, you know what, we can sell this thing that we weren't using anyway, and that could actually pay for the Disney trip. There's so many of those opportunities available to us, but we just have to be aware of them. And we can only become aware of them when we start getting out of catabolic energy and in more of an anabolic state. And so that kind of transitions me into sort of a, a next sort of concept, if you will. So the first one is pro-con, you know, so just kind of to summarize what we just talked about. Pro-con with the spin that it's looking so much through what could go wrong. And when you look at it through what could go wrong and how do you hedge your bets, you're playing not to win. You're playing, trying not to lose. And so when you do that, that can really thwart a lot of your inability or, or your ability to see things clearly, to look at things and say, am I looking at this objectively or am I looking at this maybe through, you know, a, a, a lens that is not serving me anymore? And so the way to look at that is to say, what's the limiting belief that I'm telling myself that's keeping me in this position? And it may be, it may be simple. It may not be simple. The good thing is, again, right, 
there's there's you know synchronicities or synchronicities throughout the universe where you know there's been phrases i i love this phrase when the student is ready the teacher appears well that can also be it doesn't have to be an external teacher but it can also be an internal teacher right maybe if you take a moment and look for the limiting belief you may see something that you've never done before that also may be somebody in your life shows up and you go wait a second they may actually be able to help me see past what I'm currently seeing to move me forward. And so those are all great sort of tips and tricks and strategies that you can take with you so the next time that you're feeling stuck. So now I want to transition into the next concept. And this ne this next concept is actually really, really fascinating because in some ways I, I built out this, this framework or this visualization when I was working with a client and I thought it was so profound because it really starts to paint the picture of when you're getting, you know, feeling that level of stuck. Or, I can't make a decision. I can't move forward. I don't know what to go do. I call that indecision island. You're stuck on indecision island. And so indecision island, let me paint this picture for you. Um, if you're driving, please don't close your eyes, right? Because that that's not very good for anybody. Um, but if you want to close your eyes, great. If not, that's that's cool too. But Indecision Island, imagine that you're on this island, you know, it's big enough, obviously, to stand on, uh, big enough, you know, where, I don't know, call it maybe like a football field around, right? And on it, there's a plane, there's a boat, there's a helicopter, there's a jet ski, and shoot, there's even a whale there ready to take you wherever you want to go. You're thinking, do I go to New York? Do I go to LA? Do I go to Paris? Do I go back home? Do I go to the, you know, where, where could I go? And... You have all these available things to you, but you don't really know which one to go take, and you don't really know which one to go, you know, which place to go visit. But you know you want to get off this island, right? But you're, you, you, the plane, oh, I could take the plane, but you know what? I don't even know if I know how to fly a plane, so uh, there may be a storm coming. I don't have any way of detecting weather, so that's not a very good option, right? The boat, well, yeah, but I don't know where the closest land is, right? Is that going to actually get me there? The whale, well, what if the whale decides to go under underwater and, and, you know, takes me with it? Helicopter, do I know how to fly it? Jet ski, the same type of thing. All these things, we play out the, you know, could it take me there? Could we not take it there? Going back to that pro-con that we were talking about before, we may look at it and say the plane. Plane could get me there, but I'm going to focus on, do I know how to fly it? Is the weather going to be bad? You know, the, you know, am I going to crash and die and burn? And it's horrible, right? The boat very well could be a, a wonderful option, but I'm going to plague it with the choppy waters and seeing Castaway. So I don't really want to spend my life talking to a volleyball for the rest of my life. So I definitely don't want to go do that. And we, you can just kind of work your way down the list. So the interesting thing is while we're in this indecision island, you know, you're, you're imagining you have all these things available to you and you have all the different cities where you want to get off to. And What's secretly happening is that there's actually a, an asteroid or a meteor that's coming down to Indecision Island. And this is a perfect metaphor for life because oftentimes we have these decisions, right? Do I take this job? Do I take that job? Do I start a business? Do I not start a business? Do I start a family? Do I, do I make that investment? Do I spend the money on, on this? There's so many things and we don't realize that the world is still propelling forward. And in some instances, and maybe you can recall some of these instances, when you went to go try to make a decision and you were kind of stuck in that indecision and weren't quite 
quite sure what do I go do? How do I go do it? Is this the right time? And then all of a sudden the decision was kind of made for you. And it was like, maybe, you know, when you were looking at two jobs, the one job you got a call back and they said, Hey, we've already filled it. You know, sorry. Uh, thank you for your time. So now you're only looking at it of like, well, now it's just, do I take this new job, right? Instead of this or that, it's just this. Could be the same thing with, do you want kids? Do you not want kids? And then you go find out that maybe, you know, you can't have kids. Um, the decisions or opportunities start to get taken away from you. Now that can also help, right? Because maybe there's not so many options available to you, but that life moving on you is can be a good motivator to move you forward into life. But what that also means is that you may be making a decision based on fear instead of based on what you want. And so again, the beautiful idea around this indecision island is it may force you to, you know, get in the plane, hit autopilot, and the autopilot only knows to take you to New York City. And so that's the only place that you're going to go. Well, maybe you didn't really want to go to New York City. It, maybe you wanted to go to Paris. Maybe you wanted to go back home to your family, right? Who knows what it was? And so the that analogy can be very good for so many men in life because that indecision island, you kind of start from the outside and you say, hey, where is it that you want to go? First and foremost, forget about the vehicle. Where is it that you want to go? And why is it that you want to go there? Do you want to go to New York City? Great. That's a great option. You know, if you don't want to go to New York City, you want to go to LA, like, great. That's another great option. If you want to go up into the mountains, great. You know, that's another option. Where is it that you want to go and why do you want to go there? Why is that so important to you? And it could be that I just want to get off this flipping island. And any decision, right? You almost get down to the point where you're like, I'm willing to make any decision just to get off this island. And that's the key. You have to actually, you know, once you start from the macro and you say, where do you want to go? Why do you want to go do it? You also have to say, do I really want to get off this island? And that's actually probably the first question. Do I want to get out of the situation? Or am I rationalizing why I should stay in the situation? And so many of us don't even really look at that aspect of it either. We just think we're fo so focused on needing to go somewhere or going to do something because we want to be portrayed as interesting. And, and that's the thing, right, that we feel like we need to go do. When in reality, you may just like being in this state of indecision. But also recognize indecision, life is going to move on you. There's going to be certain windows that starts to close that is, you know, it's not a good or a bad thing. It just is where those windows that close may make you realize, hey, that actually was something that I really wanted. And we can play all those scenarios out in our brains to, you know, that's the beautiful thing about the brain is that it can play out all of those different experiences. So you can feel that and say, okay, well, if, if all of a sudden New York City just got blown off the mat, well, would I be really concerned about it? Well, actually, maybe no. Okay, well, then I really probably don't want to go there. So where else do I want to go? And that can be, you know, we take a tip from, um, you know, making a decision through omission. If you start, if you don't know where you want to go, maybe you, maybe you start with where you use it that you don't want to go. But any one of those requires the decision to actually get off of Indecision Island. And many people don't really, they kind of gloss over that, right? They'll be stuck with a whole bunch of choices and, and they'll say like, oh, you know, I need to decide between this or this, or, or we're going to do this, that, or this. And and we don't really think enough about it where we go, do we even really want this? Do we really want to make that decision to get off the island? 
or is it that we're just happy with where we're at? And honestly, if those if those opportunities close, then it really wasn't a big deal anyway. But now you can close those options off in your mind and it sheds, it allows you to shed away all of that anxiety or indecision or that frustration or that catabolic energy that, that you're feeling because you can make the decision or not make the decision and feel good and feel bad, right? It's sort of a matrix. You can Those are mutually exclusive. You can do both. You can make a decision and feel good about it. You can make a decision and feel bad about it. You cannot make a decision and feel good about it. You can make, you cannot make a decision and feel bad about it. So at the end of the day, nobody really wants to feel bad. So what that means is that you want to feel good. And when you want to feel good, well, is it that you want to make the decision or do you want to not make the decision? But first, in order to move forward, you have to make the decision. I want to get off of this indecision island. And then once you realize that, then you can start to say, where is it that I want to go and why? And again, maybe there's tying back into the first concept. What is the limiting belief that is capturing me there? So that might look like, hey, I want to get into this plane, but I'm afraid to fly. Well, that that's the limiting belief. I'm afraid to fly. So if I'm afraid to fly, that chances are I'm not going to be very good at it. Okay, well, then don't take that option. Like, that's okay if that's truly how you feel. But, you know, be aware of it instead of saying, well, I could fly, but I don't want to fly. I could fly, but I don't want to fly. Well, flying's going to be more efficient, but I really don't want to go do it. Making those decisions, diving deep and saying, flying's just not my jam. I don't have to make flying my jam. I can go and take a boat. I, I have so many other options. It's not bad that I don't want to go for that plane. I just need, you know, the, the end goal is just to get off this island. It's not to do it the right way. It's just to get off this flipping island. So... I share that because that can be very helpful in a different framework of looking at life through when you're feeling stuck is I'm in indecision island. How do, how do I want to get off this island? How can I free myself and actually do so both emotionally and do so where, you know, I'm actually moving in the direction that I want to go, which is to see family or to see New York city or, or LA or whatever. Now, obviously, right. Those are all destinations that can also be with a job, right? It, those cities could very easily be replicated with jobs, could be very easily replicated with investment opportunities, could be very easily replicated with uh, so like any life choices where you want to travel to. Do you or do you not want to to go do something different, right? Do you want to evolve yourself or do you not want to evolve, your, evolve yourself? It, there's so many of those decisions that plague men that some of these tools can really help you to build out a better framework so that you can start living a happier and more fulfilling life. So hopefully that was helpful for you. If you found this valuable, uh, you know, I always, I always welcome reviews on the podcast. That's how, you know, we, we find out, you know, are we doing a good job? Are we not doing a good job? Are there different topics that you want? Uh, always feel free to reach out to me, eric.usco at manofclass.com. And just, you know, even if you want to drop a, a shout out on, on any of the social media platforms, I would be uh, greatly appreciated by it. So with that, take care, have a good rest of your week and chew on it for a little bit. So take care. If you've enjoyed this episode and are wondering what's next, I have a free offer for you. Now I can only cover so much information in a podcast without the use of visual aids. And so I've started free monthly trainings, which occurs on the second Wednesday of every month starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In those trainings, I'll be going live and we'll be diving deep into different concepts, strategies, and tactical tips that you can use to start creating your dream life today. 
Now to register for that upcoming free training, head over to manofclass.com forward slash free training, or look for the link in the show notes below. I hope that you take that next step towards a better you, and I'll see you there.